Congress is looking into farm labor needs around the nation, but it is a challenging task. The House Agriculture Committee recently announced the creation of the Bipartisan Agricultural Labor Working Group, which will focus on the workforce issues faced by agricultural producers around the nation. Congressman and farmer Doug LaMalfa of California joins me to discuss the group and the nation's ag labor needs. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Let's get into this week's AgNet Weekly. We'll just get right into it. I wanted to um, just get a couple of comments from you about the Ag Labor uh, Working Group that was created. Can you tell me a little bit about the goals of the group? Well, it's to be uh, successful in advancing a uh, uh, an ag labor, labor program that's uh, a heck of a lot better than what we have right now, which, uh, you know, in the United States, we haven't been able to really address this effectively for, shoot, nearly 40 years. And um, we need a formal process for that. So uh, our labor force can, if they're, you know, coming from our southern border area, can come across legally with documents, with a background, and, and be able to move freely back and forth and know that they're going to be secure here and that the farmer knows they're going to have a secure force. And we don't really have that right now. We have this uh, in indefinite way of uh, doing things that uh, subjects to the laborers to bad situations and farmers to uncertainty. So, you know, it's uh, it's really needed to, to get this done. So with being an actual farmer yourself, does that give you a unique perspective on this? Um, you know, the, the farming I do, we are not a labor-intensive crop, so it's, it's not something that uh, I have a, a great firsthand, um, you know, need or have felt the pain of per se. It's the people with more intensive uh, vegetable crops and orchard crops, and you know many others, or even those that have uh, you know dairies and such. They really, really need a, a, a larger amount of uh, labor individuals and a, a stable force. So. You know, this this is for many many people in agriculture that uh, that have that great need for, in some cases, year-round labor or a much larger group of laborers due to the nature of how they grow their crops. And you mentioned that there hasn't been a big change. Uh, I, I believe you said in 40 years. Um, are there a couple of key points that you're looking at right away that you think need some work? Um, well, you know, the the issue is that uh, um, when you have folks that have come across without a legal status, then they're vulnerable at any time of, of, uh, of you know, possible re- removal. And then they don't have all the, the legal rights of, uh, of a person that wouldn't have a, a, a work permit green card like that. And so it isn't, it isn't good for them. And what the horrific things people have to go through to come across the border, you know, I've been down to the border and seen that. And it's just, it's, it's terrible. What people want to come to the promise of this country, I don't blame them, but for our ag labor force, which is a subset of the entire issue, we need to have that stability. So, um, so you know, and we just we just don't have that. It's getting harder and harder to get labor, and it doesn't appear like uh, there's a lot of American citizens, especially with all the handouts we've been given out, all these uh, you know stimulus checks and this and that. It's even harder to get people to work. And uh, and so, you know, it's important that we be able to have a permitted labor force that can uh, come in and do this, do do this necessary work, you know. So that means uh, what we worked at in the two previous attempts at legislation was pretty, pretty darn good bill. 
you know, it had addressed that legal status, addressed doing background checks through E-Verify. It addressed um, uh, cleaning up some of the aspects of H-2A that make it pretty onerous for employers to uh, um, work through that. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a real pain to go through that process, and then there's a lot of hooks and catches on it that, you know, some people, regulators might try and catch people on, even though they're, they're working in good faith. So the direction we went in that bill previously was a pretty solid, pretty positive one for the worker, for the, uh, for the employee. Employer, I mean, too. Is there a timeline involved in in um, putting together the, the, you know, the end report for this working group? I, I don't think there's a specific one. Obviously, the, the quicker we can come together and come up with a consensus and say, you know what, uh, this is the direction we need to go, and then find the consensus that something that something that will pass the House, pass the Senate. You know, I mean, we uh, we passed a, a good bill through the House two times, but the Senate wouldn't deal with it two times, and so um, I, I hope we can find something that would have a little broader coalition, yet not upset the balance that we had in order to finish uh, and be successful with, you know, we, we had a really careful balance there. We had labor at the table, we had ag and the commodities off the table, and had pretty darn good sign-off on that, and although, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as, not every region of the country was necessarily happy with it, so. Which... But... To, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the best we could do right now, and it's something we continue to work on, you know. That's why the task force will be helpful and say, well, we want that input. What, how, what can we have that we can come up with and have it remain bipartisan and effective, you know? And each region of the country is so different in some of their needs and, and different in agriculture. Yeah, uh, yeah. How, yeah. Is it a lofty goal to try to please everybody? Well, are you pleasing everybody, or are you making some less annoyed than others, you know, or what, yeah. what have you, you know, so it's, uh, it's really got to be a bit of all the above. And, um, and, you know, some people accept like, Hey, you know, I might not get everything I can do today, but there's nothing in that's harmful to me. Then maybe we'll come back to the table later and try and, you know, see how this works. Like there's, there's folks that wanted a greater amount of labor that is in the processing portion of the industry to be in that. And, that was that was something that was uh, not quite attainable with the coalition and the balance we had. So it's like, well, let's work through this. And we'll show everybody this this can work well, and then maybe the the next the next layer of that can be some more of the processing side, you know, because there's folks in labor that are concerned about that, and uh, you know, so we're we're trying to have a positive spirit on that and not try and cram something down, you know, one side or the other throat of the discussion because then no one's going to be happy at the end when it fails, you know. With this uh, being a farm bill year, there's you know there's focus in other areas as well. Is it harder to focus on agriculture? Um, excuse me. Is it harder to focus on just the issue of labor when there are so many other agricultural issues that are also being brought the, to the table at this time? Um, you know, I mean, we ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time in Congress, don't you think? So it's it's a matter of uh, I mean, we've had we've been preoccupied with a lot of other things with the. Uh, you know, debt ceiling, and there's going to be uh, the appropriations committee process is going to be very comprehensive, and I hope it's effective because appropriations are the way that we're supposed to spend, not just ad hoc, you know, omnibuses or uh, continuing resolutions. Those are poor ways of doing business. So I'm actually happy that Speaker McCarthy is leading us in that direction of having an effective appropriations process. There's going to be the defense authorization 
there's a lot of stuff to do. So, but we, that's why we're broken into committees to handle different things. That's why this task force is going to be important. And this is stuff we can work on because I work on ag, I work on resources and the transportation infrastructure, but also want to do, uh, be, you know, do my part on helping this task force. So. All right. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time unless you have a final comment that you'd like for our listeners to know. Uh, it's it's a matter of there's there's the will there's the will in Congress amongst the, the House members to find a way on that. I think we have to take an approach that's going to be a little more broader in order to uh, be successful than what we had last time. You know, Congress has changed, the House has changed somewhat, so our effort is going to have to look a little bit different. And so I want to help. I want to help forge that, uh, forge that, uh, you know, content so that we uh, we can be successful. And because it's going to need to be bipartisan, it's going to need to be interregional, you know. And so we need everybody in good faith at the table say, hey, what do you need and what can you live with, you know. Once again, thank you to Representative Doug LaMalfa for the call. Now, I did write up an article on this topic as well, and you can find that on our websites, southeastagnet.com and agnetwest.com. That's this week's Agnet Weekly. I'm Sabrina Halverson. Thanks for tuning in.